The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So in first grade, I had this really mean, t- I, I think she was mean, I guess, you know, when you're a first grader, everyone's mean, but she was like really mean, like she didn't come to school in a car, like she parked her broom when she came to the house, she got into the building, she was like, I'll tell you how I know she was mean, she wouldn't call us by our first names, she called me Mr. I'm a little kid, how old was I? First grade, what are you, seven, right? She called me Mr. Wallerstein. Mr. Wallerstein, come up here. Mr. Schwartz, Mr. Freeman. She wouldn't call me Zachary or Stevie or whatever, English, nothing. Mr. Wallerstein. So she was very disconnected, but that's how they were in those days. It was whatever. And, and old and, and mean. Anyway, so, because you're asking this question about, about how do you know what you're supposed to do. So every person, every since Adam and Chava ate from the tree, everything in this world has good and bad. The, the, the internet has good, it has shiurim, it has Torah anytime, it has good, it has a lot of bad. Everything has good and bad, everything. So money can do really good stuff, money can do really bad stuff. Beauty can do really good stuff, beauty can do really bad stuff. So, so everything has good and bad since we ate from the tree. For that tree, there was only good. Anyway, so we used to get homework, they don't do this anymore, I don't think in school, where you had to write spelling words and then fold the paper three times and then you'd write each word I remember getting gold stars on it, whatever, right? So, so we got our first homework in first grade was to go home, she wrote the word and, whatever it was, write it five times, fold it, like there were five words, and then write each word and then fold it three times. Okay. Now the good thing, be, the bad thing about being Wallerstein, being W in class, is that we used to, we used to make a seum after every parasha and chumash. Now it's not like today where the school bought the food. Each parent would be given a note, soda, potato chips, popcorn, and the kid would have to bring, you know, pretzels. The problem was, parents never sent enough. There were 25 kids in the class. So by the time the Rebbe got to my plate, W, I got nothing. Popcorn used to be a little bit left. Soda, sometimes yes, sometimes no. The guys whose names started with an A, B, C, they got all the food, right? There was a kid in my class, started, his last name started with a Z. He didn't even get a plate. Okay, so that was the downside of being a W. Good side about being a W was I could see what all the other kids said as excuses, and I could see what worked and what didn't work. By the time I got to W, I knew what worked and what didn't work. So there's always good. There's always good and bad. Anyway, we get our first homework. I didn't even remember that she gave us homework. I didn't do it. Nothing. And I had a best friend. His name was Yanka Lekalfin. He lives in Israel today, and. I, ma- I used to make him do bad stuff. I was like the bad guy. I mean, he was the follower. I was the leader. Anyway, I mean, I don't mean like bad stuff. I mean like a thumbtack on her chair. Like not- nothing crazy like, you know. So she calls him up and she says, Mr. Calvin, please bring up your homework. Till then, all the goody goodies. Till K, they were all goody goodies. And he comes up with nothing in his hands. And I'm like, oh. She says, Mr. Calvin, where's your homework? He just starts crying. We're first graders. I promise, Mrs. Haberman. I forgot her name. Whatever, witch. What a witch. Anyway, so says, "Do you have your homework, or do you not have your homework?" And he goes, "I I did my homework, but but my cat ate it." (laughs) All right. Now I'm listening to this. I'm like, "Hey, let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes." She goes. That's ridiculous. 
Now, I never heard that word before. I'm a first grader. I'm thinking, wow, he got away with it. It's like, ridiculous sounds like that's amazing. Right? And I'm like, this is good. Right? She said, that's ridiculous, Mr. Kaufman. I'm teaching 20 years. She was like 90. I'm teaching 20 years. You know how many times I've heard that ridiculous excuse? Now you go back to your seat and you go home and you do your homework. I want it done five times the amount that I gave you and I want your parents, both of them, to sign and I want them to write a note that they know you didn't do your homework. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't do any homework. Like, what am I going to do? It's a true story. What am I going to do? Okay, Mr. Wallerstein, please bring up your homework. I ain't got no homework. First grade, I got no homework. I get up in front of her. I was very scared of her. Where's your homework? Now, Hashem, I love you. I'm telling you again, I love you in front of everyone because you have been with me since first grade. (laughs) And I said the following. Now, I knew the cat didn't work, right? No. The science project in all our classes, there were two science projects. One, you put a lima bean in a plastic cup with mud and it, you watch it grow, right? The roots come out and come, that was one of them. And the other one was, we had a hamster. Everyone had a hamster running around the whole day in the thing. So I got up and said, I really did my homework. And she's like, yeah, yeah, like Mr. Kaufman, what's your excuse? I'm like, my, my homework, it, it ate my hamster. So she, exactly, she looks at me and says, Mr. leaned over, you mean your hamster ate your homework, Mr. Wallerstein? Not me, man. I don't back down. I'm like, no. My homework ate my hamster. I had this crazy imagination that my homework could eat my hamster. And I even have a note from my father. He said, you have a note from your father? She probably thinks, this kid is so dysfunctional. His father, if he wrote a note, he... But, so I took out a note. I take out the note. I'm all proud. The whole class is watching. I'm a little guy. I'm on stage already at first grade. And I give her the note. And she opens it up and it says, Dear teacher, please excuse my son for being late. It was written to my Rebbe. For being late. I was late that day. She said, This is not a note regarding a hamster. This is a late note, Mr. Wallerstein. I'm like, That's right. You know why I was late? And I'm thinking, I remember this. You know how many years ago this is? And I'm like, you know why I was late? She goes, no, why were you late? I'm like, because we had to make a levaya. So we made a levaya and we buried my homework with my hamster. <laughs> and she looked at me, I'll never forget it, and she said, in all the years of my teaching, I have never met a boy with such an imagination. She said, because I really could see, I could see right now, a paper eating a hamster. I have that head. I, when I tell you a story, I'm there. I'm, I tell you about a, a princess and, and, and steps. I see the steps. I see the princess. This is just how, uh, how I was born. So yeah, to me, it's not so freaky that this paper went nah, 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 and ate the hamster. It's not, it's not like so crazy, right? So she said something amazing. She said, I'm going to excuse you this time because with your imagination, one day you'll write a book. And I wrote two sorum. Not the kind of book she thought I'd write, you know, a Kibbutz of Aim book and a, and a Hakar Satel book. So, so, I learned in first grade that a good story will get you out of anything. Because when I walked back to the, my seat, 
I kicked, I kicked Yankel Kaufman, that was his name, and I said, stupid, it's a hamster, not a cat. And that was, that was my head. So from that day on, I was a big storyteller. And I used to have kids sit on Shabbos, come, and I became a Pirche leader. And I was a storyteller in Pirche. And then I became a Jep leader, where I went to non-Jewish kids, and I was a storyteller in Jep. And then I went to camp, and I was in plays, on, on, on crazy plays, on color war and things like that. And this thing that I had that really could have been used very negatively, I used to, to help. And even today, you know, you, you've been in my shirim, you know, you know I know how to tell a story. So could have I told this story and stole from people, and, and they believe me, and they trust me, and then taken their money, and never given it back? Of course, the biggest crooks are the best storytellers. So, so can you use your potential for bad once you identify it? 100%. Can you use your potential for good? 100%. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org. <laughs>